Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Trampoline Hall podcast. I am your host, Misha Globerman. Trampoline Hall, as you know, is a lecture series that takes place in a bar, uh, usually in Toronto, but sometimes in other cities, and also takes place in your podcast machine and thus in your mind. Um, the thing about Trampoline Hall is people can lecture on all sorts of topics, but the one rule is that they cannot speak on subjects on which they are professionally expert. After each lecture, we take questions from the audience. Um, lots of people work on Trampoline Hall, and, and, and when you come to the show, to the live show, it's, it, you kind of really get this sense, I think, of how much goes into it. The tickets are these handcrafted objects. You get a program uh, from, from the person who chose all the lecturers, who hands, them to, hands that to you personally. And also at every Trampoline Hall, uh, there's a set, a different stage set that is purpose-built uh, for the show. Uh, usually Amanda Hape is the person who chooses the set designers. And I can tell you about one in particular, this guy Dean Baldwin years ago, who's an artist in Toronto, built this set. And what Dean did was he just took all the crap that was in his car and he brought it to the stage and he hung it uh, from the ceilings over the stage. And it was like a mix of different stuff, like just garbage and then some like bottles and a couple of like fairly sharp knives. It was a little scary uh, and dangerous. What made it most scary and dangerous, though, was that the objects were hanging up from the ceiling by strings and they went up to pulleys. And then the other end of the string was just put in the hands of individual audience members. So the people in the audience were like, act literally like in control of these like sometimes dangerous and precarious objects that were hanging over us on the stage and and we were basically trusting them not to let go of these objects and let them fall on us um in some ways that might be a metaphor for trampoline hall although i'm not really sure how that metaphor uh, would function but I'll, I'll leave that to you uh, to think about for now let's uh, move on to our lecturer there's probably some mature language in there i don't know the topic is the southern ontario circuit and the lecturer is annie spatafora ways I would fall up this, the stage while mounting, and I'm here, so I'm good. So in the early 90s, a stretch of pubs, Kelsey-type family restaurants, and independently run strip clubs played host to a wave of sociality for their hustling wait staff, my mom and her peers, singing karaoke on their days off, first for fun and then for compounding purpose. I saw it begin, begin in Brampton, Ontario, but later witnessed it explode across the province. My mom ran in the Southern Ontario karaoke competition circuit. <laughs> 
When I say she ran, I mean she hopped. I mean she drove. I mean she hailed city to city. Kitchener, Waterloo, Dundas, London, Niagara Falls, Brantford, Hamilton, Mississauga, and of course right here, downtown Toronto. Before the age of eight, I toured with my mom and many of the other karaoke regulars in the circuit. The circuit. Um, they showed up in venues out of town in their Dodge caravans that just barely passed emissions, ready to sing for pride and prize. This was a time when my mom and her colleagues were buying cassette, cassette tape singles, original song on side A, karaoke version on side B. I remember the first karaoke cassette single my mom bought to rehearse with. It was These Dreams by Heart. The women in the circuit was dr were dressed like Katie Seagal from Married with Children, but were much fatter and much more cutting. I mean, these women made their money serving 10-cent chicken wings to men in pubs. There was a mightiness here unmatched. <laughs> a common priority among the players in the circuit was that they each had their choice song to sing at every stop. One song, the one they learned on, or they leaned on rather, for a win. A major variable in winning, or at least placing in these competitions, rested on the chance that your go-to song appeared in the catalog. My mom's song, for example, was Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. Again, a mightiness unmatched. <clears throat> I recall an out-of-town pub sometime in 1992 that failed to catalog her song. I watched from afar with my Shirley Temple in hand as my mother raised her temper at the competition organizer. What do you expect a woman to sing? Alana Miles? Yeah, she did, and she placed third. <laughs> the stakes were high at these competitions, usually beer-branded clothing, a Coors Light jean jacket, for example, or a leather-pleated fanny pack to collect your tips in. Occasionally, there was a cash prize, but never more than $100. I can't quite remember when we stopped going to the competitions. It was likely when my mom remarried, gave birth to another batch of children, and started waiting tables in cleaner establishments. The circuit never quits, however. Though the circuit encircled my mom and by association me, many of the desires remained. Um, at least that of the affection of a vocal melody sung well, or at the very least with spirit, ease, and insistence. And lucky for all of us, she can never afford a, a car with anything more sophisticated than a tape deck. I offer a list of intimacies learned and lived in an ongoing commitment to sing karaoke regularly, properly. Like many of us forever enclosed in the Southern Ontario karaoke circuit, we have found paths from the original source, but are still operating with the same function. Here they go. There is no sadder song to sing at karaoke than In the Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. I once offered to a heartbroken coworker. She replied, yes there is. It's Bonnie Raitt's I Can't Make You Love Me. 25 or so of us booked a room at EXO Karaoke at 693 Bloor Street West, hey. Um, on Christmas Day in 2010, I needed activity for those who had nowhere to go that day or just didn't celebrate the damn thing. Days later, a photo is posted on social media of my friend Alexis singing Paula Abdul's Rush Rush Jam. Uh, she comments, for anyone who thinks I don't emote, look at that expression. Uh, first, uh, the first woman I ever kissed sang Common People by Paul at karaoke years after our brief romance. We're still great friends. The first man I developed romantic feelings for in 12 years sang Common People at Pulp by Paul at karaoke a few weeks ago. At 18 years old, I was at the... <laughs> 
Um, at 18 years old, I was at the Student Center pub at the University of Western Ontario. I sang Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know in a competition to win an all-inclusive trip to Europe, any country of my choice. <laughs> One of the judges after my performance says, I don't know who hurt you, but it must suck to be them. <laughs> I had never been in love at that point, nor had I ever in engaged with or experienced heartbreak. Um, but that would have been the first time I had flown on an airplane. I placed in the top 10 and sang the most embarrassing rendition of Michael Jackson's Black or White, which meant I, did, I didn't qualify for the top three, um, and then I didn't see the inside of an airplane until I was 24. Um, there's video documentation of my mom and I fighting at a microphone in the belly of the cul-de-sac street she lives, in, lives on in Barrie, Ontario. Our neighbors rented a karaoke machine for our street party that summer night, the summer before I left for my first year of university. I approached the microphone and be began singing Frank Sinatra's My Way, a few keys off. She approached the second microphone unasked and sang the song in key, giving me the eyes of, I'll fix this for you. I screamed at her in public and also on tape, telling her she should just let me sing off key. The video shows how hurt she is that I wouldn't accept her help, the help in her embarrassment. I haven't returned to that cul-de-sac street since that summer. I was once a guest, uh, guest host at a weekly karaoke event at a queer bar in the West End. There were two friends there celebrating one woman's completing med school that day. Her adoring friend kept yelling into the microphone, she's a doctor now, she's a doctor now. After hearing it all night and in poor humor, but also a reference to Goodwill Hunting, I introduced my co-host and I on the microphone, this is Dr. D'Angelo and I'm Dr. Spadafora. And I haven't been invited to host karaoke there ever since. I can't believe I'm about to... My tattoo artist, Chino. <laughs> He's amazing. He's amazing. Bless. Okay, my tattoo... My tattoo artist, Chino, once told me that everyone looks like an asshole when they do karaoke. If you sing poorly, you look like an asshole. If you sing well and try really, really hard, you look like an asshole. He offered that karaoke was the ultimate equalizer. I trust Chino abundantly. The first time he tattooed a paper hat on my arm, he told me that his lesbian sister plays violin in the San Francisco Symphony. He was in. I told him I once visited my dad in jail on Christmas Day, and then I was in. I, oh God. I beer sprayed my boss while she sang Madonna's Like a Prayer at our staff holiday party last winter. Days after she confessed that karaoke is one of her most feared activities. She was three hours late for work the next day, hung over and slept in, which is why she didn't respond to my text message that said, oh my God, I cannot believe I beer sprayed my boss. I received an email two summers ago with the subject line, you are very good at karaoke. And in the body of the email, the words, I have a crush on you. The night prior, I sang Jerry Rafferty's Right Down the Line and Cisco's Thong Song, just in case you needed some ideas. Both songs are rarely found in karaoke catalogs, I'll have you know. Uh, and the host of this catalog is Bar Plus, 360 Young Street. I moved my best friend to tears on her 30th birthday singing I Wanna Come Over by Melissa Etheridge. I believe it was the first time I ever saw her cry in public. She knew I meant every word. The email from the previous story should have also included, I will break your heart. 
The matter, uh, no matter the circuit that encloses and to whatever limit, I'm certain of the learning within. These dreams go on when I close my eyes. Every second of the night, I live another life. These dreams that sleep when it's cold outside, every moment I'm awake, the further I'm away. I really have to find that heart karaoke cassette single my mom has. <laughs> Thanks. You're listening to the Trampoline Hall Podcast. I'm Misha Globeman. Up next, the Q&A. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are there any questions? Are there any questions? Yes, you. Thanks, Caleb. <laughs> Have you and your mom done another uh, duet together? Have you done another duet together? No. No. But I'm hopeful. I've been practicing. I have like a laundry, like a laundry list of songs I workshop. But I'm open to the idea of categorizing some of them as like for mom. <laughs> so you're like, but you haven't talked to her about it. I haven't talked to her about you it. You just have some songs ready like in case. Yeah. That's a weird band to like break up and then try to get back together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you and your mom and karaoke. Uh, uh. Have you talked to her about, about doing karaoke with her again? No. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I won't. I'm not no, going to. No, I mean, no. <laughs> All right. I don't want It seems a little early in the Q&A for me to really <laughs> press too hard about that. But we may come back to that. Are there any other questions? Anything else you would like to know? Oh, there's someone right there. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Why do you think people do karaoke if everyone sounds like why do people do karaoke if everyone looks like an asshole? It's vulnerability. I don't know. There's something magic about um, not caring or something. Or just uh, leaning on the, the magic of like a pop melody. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It's, where else can you lean on the magic of a pop melody? Only in karaoke. Anything else? Any other questions? Anything else? Oh, yes, you, ma'am. Yes. Um, can you talk about the difference between private room karaoke and public karaoke? So the, so the question is private room karaoke versus onstage karaoke. I feel like um, private room karaoke is a gateway. Like I feel... <laughs> like for example, my boss was like, I, can't, I just can't, I can't do it. There's no way, like it terrifies me. And then we went to private room karaoke with our, like our coworkers and she was in, like she was in waist deep. 
Um, but also, I, um, I didn't talk about this story, but once, also at Western, when I was a student, there were so many karaoke competitions at Western, just telling. Um, but um, I <clears throat> did one, I, I, like, within my residence the first year I was there and had this, like, total terrifying, kind of mortifying experience where, again, the song was, like, in a different key, and I was taking it way too seriously, and I fucked up, and then I ran out mid-song, and I was like, cry and look at it like it's pretty bad um but then my like ushering back into karaoke was private room yeah oh so it, so, oh, so it could be like both a gateway but also a sort of remedial you had like a karaoke accident yeah and yeah, you need yeah. like a karaoke physiotherapy to get yeah, back yeah. in but does it have any role if some if say someone's just like a healthy capable karaoke singer yeah. does it have any role or is it just like fuck it like there's no sense like, i don't know i find often like, there's this, maybe it's just because I have excellent friends, but there's this, like, humbling thing that happens with people who sing well in private karaoke rooms where they, like, kind of sit down and they let other people do their thing and, like, try out singing right. poorly or singing well. I right. don't know. So maybe that's like, just yeah, my observation. Or whatever. What about, like, actual, like, uh, at a house, like a party karaoke machine? Oh, I love, that, I okay. love that genre. Are those the only, are, have we exhausted? <laughs> okay. What's, is that what's, what's, what is what is That's, that? like... Classically YouTube karaoke. So what you do is you have a guitar amp that's usually hanging around. Right, yeah. You rent a microphone from Long and McQuaid, six dollars, and then you like project the lyrics. Like most songs, most popular songs on YouTube will have like a karaoke. You version can just of Google lyrics. the song name and karaoke. Yeah, it's like. amazing. Right. And then sometimes like you sing along to the song, which is fine. Right, like, that's because you know because that's karaoke. Yeah, DIY. So like. Oh, once oh, 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 you just put on the song, oh, yeah, yeah. you're not even the karaoke version. You're just singing yeah. the song. Sorry. No, yeah. no, I'm sorry. <laughs> all that matters is that we're both sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I like that genre too. Okay, all right. So there's private karaoke, private room karaoke, stage karaoke, in your own home karaoke. Home, yeah. Is that all? That that's it, right? That's there's no other. I mean, like I would. There's like a subcategory for sure from the like the '90s I was talking about, where yeah. like at least my mom and her colleagues were like buying these tapes and rehearsing at home so it's like it's kind of solo but I think it's still under the umbrella right so that's like another kind is just like your mom at home doing yeah, karaoke yeah. with no one there <laughs> <laughs> it's like another kind of just like alone karaoke yeah. okay alright uh, uh, yes yes you ma'am yeah. you were talking about the circuit with your mom was it all women or are there ones with men they were there any men yeah, yeah it's funny all? I was like because a lot of that was remembering and I was like I don't remember the men and I was like um yeah, I guess they were. There were few, very few of them, but yeah, think, certainly mostly women. Do you think we have any guess, guesses as to the reason for that? I don't know. Like, I mean, in this case, a lot of the, like, the circuit was run by waitresses, right? So it was. So like, waitresses, by definition, are not men because that's yeah. not why they have that suffix. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, just I think, by nature of, um, like the, I don't know, you know how like, uh, yeah, I guess the sociality was. Um, maybe catered to women in a particular way. Um, but I don't know. I can't... That's a hard question. Is it, maybe, is it maybe to do, do you think, with that when you talked before about, like, when you were like, why do people do karaoke? Someone mm -hmm. asked you, and you were like, well, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And my first response was, I don't look for opportunities to be vulnerable. <laughs> but do you think um, that maybe that, maybe, is that, is maybe that a gender thing? Like, do you think that... I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. Gender's so messy. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy talk. Uh, anything else? Uh, yes, you, ma'am. Yes. Can you tell us about the best and worst karaoke performance you've ever seen? Can you tell us about the best and worst karaoke performance you've ever seen? Oh, man. A masked two-part question. I went to karaoke. 
I went to Baby Huey's like two weeks ago on a Tuesday night. It was pretty good. Um, and there, I hate hearing Piano Man. Like it's just like, it's the yeah. longest fucking song. And it's always a man who's like, I want eight minutes, you know? It's like, drives me nuts. Also, can I say, can I, the thing about Piano Man too, as a sing-along song, is that my understanding is that what Piano Man is about is it's about the fact that being in a bar singing with strangers is depressing. That's the subject of the song. Like, what a stupid thing to sing about with strangers in a bar in public, unless you're just trying to make everyone feel depressed. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go on. So was that was that your worst? Yeah. Okay. So what was the best? But that's just like that's like that happened that night, but it happens a lot. And then. Uh, <laughs> what? Credit? That's a rich kid song. That's a rich, rich kid song? song. What? Because like it's like the it's the iTunes download more expensive or something? <laughs> How is that a rich kid song? Piano man. Piano man. <laughs> oh, we were too poor to know what a piano was when I was a kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, sorry. So what was your favorite? <laughs> what was your favorite? And then they'll yell something else out from the back. Oh, actually, actually, and that same night, and this is why I hesitated to be like, I don't know, gender's kind of messy. Because my friend Phil, my friend Phil was there with us that night, and he sang Alicia's, Alicia Keys' Unthinkable, which mm. is like an incredibly romantic, gorgeous song. Yeah. And he just like went, like, he's like good at karaoke. He knows he's good. But he went up... <laughs> He went up and he sang that song and I was so moved and I like took a video, I was like all mom about it. Right, yeah. so that was the best. So that both was... the worst and the best were in this one night. Yeah. That was a real roller coaster for you. Crazy. Okay, all right, well there you go. Uh, any other questions? Yes, you, ma'am. Uh, so which uh, bar in Toronto do you say has the best catalog? Which Cat bar has the best catalog for karaoke? I like that specific question. Not which is the best for karaoke, but the best catalog specifically. Bar Plus for sure. Like I brought up that Jerry Rafferty song because it's like, he's kind of like, I don't know, a lot of people don't know that song, but it's a jam. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I remember the first time I went, and I was like, oh my god, they had that song! And then, then it was very clear. And then also you can download an app and like previously check if they have a song. It's good. They have their own app? They have an app where you can go and you can see what songs they have? Yeah. Do you have a feeling about that? Do you, well, no, okay. I'll, no, I'm gonna ask you. Do you have a feeling about that, like in terms of karaoke? Because I, I, it seems to me like one, there's one school which is that the whole the idea of karaoke is that it's meant to be this sort of crazy, spontaneous, yeah. fun thing that you and your friends do, and just like go out and sing the song. And yeah. there's another view which is like, I'm going to practice Rocket Man like for two weeks <laughs> and then go in and like really, really nail it. Do you have like a do you, do you have a preference between those two schools? Yeah. Like, Imagining that my totally. example wasn't Rocket Man, which no, I think no, prejudices no. the question. No, I um. Yeah, no, I think I, yeah, of course. I'm like, t I totally lean on like the chance operation of karaoke. Like, what are they gonna have? Like, you know, what are you gonna sing? You just kind of make a last minute decision. I'm into that. But I also, yeah, I respect like someone who wants to do it regularly and like wants their jams in the book. Like someone who wants to work hard. Like, yeah, so yeah. any of that. So you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're open, okay. Yeah, I oscillate. All right, okay. It's a oh. shitty answer. Yeah, no, it's great. No, it's great. No, it's a, it's a, are, no, it's a, it's a great answer, of course, uh, because it was the truth, which is what we're after here. Yes, oh, in the back. Yes, yes, yes. What's your favorite song to sing? What's your favorite song to sing? Number one favorite song to sing. Will you sing it? And will you sing it now? So a question followed by a request. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I, for a really long time, She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze was like my go-to, because again, vulnerabilities. Will someone please start? Will someone please start looking that up on their phone right now? 
so we can have her sing it within a minute or so. Thank you. Go on. Um, yeah, I think that's like my like my like career go-to. But um, what is it about? What is it about? What is it about it? That, I don't know. It's just it's just like it's very tender. It's like everyone knows the words. It's easy to sing. Like it's you can belt, but it's in a particular range where you like you look good. Right. Because you like you hit all the notes. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I, I'd say that was like like my forever song. But um, I don't know. Lately I've been like, someone recently was like, Ace of Bass is like the contemporary ABBA. So I was like, I'm going to sing lots of Ace of Bass. So I did like Don't Turn Around recently. I like that. Okay, <laughs> right. okay there you go. All right, that's pretty good. Does that, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Those are good Those are good choices, reasonable and wise choices. Anything else? Anything else he would like? No one's actually turned up the songs that we can actually... <laughs> I, I wasn't kidding, but I was like, but you guys are all like, oh, wait, there's, there's no way I could just turn up music just sitting here. There's no device that would allow me to do that. Um, I have the karaoke version on my phone. What? Who? What? I mean, the only guy who could be talking to me from my video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking around. I'm like, I'm a gentleman with a very deep voice is talking. <laughs> Where can it be going from? You have it on your phone? It's easy to find on YouTube if you actually want to do wait, it. Wait, do you have it now? Yeah, like I'm on it now. You want to hear? You want to hear? How long? How long is this song? I. I do you want to do the whole song? Do you know all the words? You're like everyone. You previously did say that everyone knows the words. It's not an option. All right. Okay. I I suspected someone might say this, and then I was like, oh, someone will suggest I sing, and then I I, my plan like my plan answer was like, acapella is different from karaoke. (laughs) You didn't. You 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 forgot about the 21st century. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? You've completely misunderstood the entire premise of Trampoline Hall. <laughs> that's, why, that's why it says on the program, Trampoline Hall, you can't say no. No, of course you can say no. You can say no and ruin everybody's night, or you can say yes. Also, okay, I'll do the first verse. Okay, do the first, is there, okay, first verse, is there a chorus? There's a chorus. Okay, but no bridge. We're not going to do the bridge. Okay, verse, sorry, does that seem fair? Verse and chorus? No bridge? Okay. She's like the wind through my trees. She's like the night. I think I got the Bruce lyrics wrong. Next to me, she leads you to moonlight, only to burn me with sun. She's opened my heart. Oh, oh, her body close to me. Can't look in her eyes. She's out of my league. She's too fool to believe I have anything she needs. She's like the wind. Trampoline Hall was created in Toronto in the 21st century by Sheila Hetty and is hosted by me. 
This episode's lecture was chosen by Lauren Bride. The podcast is produced by Josh Block. Our theme music was composed by Matt Smith. Trampoline Hall is a sumo audio podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm Misha Globerman. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.